This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Press the button, my friend. The Out of Bounds Show live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. Tom Luganville joining us, national college football analyst with ESPN. Um, Games, studio, recruiting, Tom Luganville on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. Ole Miss with another close win, this time on the road against uh, Jimbo Fisher and the Texas A&M Aggies and uh, ended up being a a compelling game. And Kiffin has this three-headed monster going of Kenshawn Judkins, Jackson Dart, and Zach Evans, who uh, laid down the tracks for 390 yards on the ground. And they did enough to get out of College Station with a W. Uh, Tom Luganville, how about Ole Miss eight and one with a really good road win Saturday night? I tell you what, it was impressive, and it was impressive uh, the way they did it on the ground. Um, difficult environment. I don't care who the opponent is; the environment is as big a deal as anything else because it affects your communication. Momentum swings are huge when you're playing on the road. You have to weather the storm for an extended period of time. You got to deal with the peaks and valleys. Um, it's hard. It's really hard. It is. I, I was very, very impressed. And what I came away with at the end of that game, I was really scratching my head because I'm watching a Texas A&M defense give up 393 yards on the ground. And they score with a minute and 30 left and three timeouts and don't kick the onside kick. Well, we're just going to let our defense get the ball back for us. You mean the defense has just allowed 400 yards on the ground? How is that going to work? <laughs> I'm with you. Uh, Crazy. And I thought I thought Kiffin's fake punt uh, was so good. He just, um, he, he's just push, just about pushing all the right buttons. I mean, the onside kick a couple of weeks ago was awesome. I'm telling you, Marty Biaggi was at Purdue under Brom. 
Kiffin identified him, brings him in. That's two big plays for for yep. Kiffin and Ole Miss. I, I want to stay on where you were going with the running, the way that they were able to pound the rock. Tom Luganbill on the Yingling Lager guest line. Lugs, what? Look, Judkins was unbelievable. And sure. Evans, even in limited carries, was amazing. And he's a little yeah. hurt. But to me, the guy who won it was Jackson Dart's mobility on yeah. third down broke the will of Durkin and A&M's defense. What did you see, Luke? No, I totally agree with you. I thought that um, it, it's so, again, you know, we've had this conversation so many times, man, when the quarterback can create when things aren't ideal, it changes everything. It changes how you load the box. It changes how you account for having to deal with 11 on 11 because generally when the quarterback's on a runner, you're playing, you're playing 11 on 10, right? You have an advantage. There's no advantage um, with, with this defense or any defense when you're playing against a quarterback that if things aren't ideal, the play's not dead. It's not a three-yard loss. It's not a seven-yard sack. It could potentially be a game changer. It could potentially be a big play because you're able to get out of trouble. And I think that, that is something, and, and it doesn't matter, like every weekend when I travel and, and, and I'm talking to coaches and we're talking about, you know, challenges of the opposition and this and that, when you start hearing coaches go, oh, man, this quarterback, man, when he takes off and moves, it is, it's a problem. And it is a problem. It's a problem each and every week. And, and I don't know in today's game if there's really an actual answer for it, right? I mean, it's, it's more of a we just got to contend with it. We got to hope we have good enough players to, to weather the storm. Most people don't. Some people do. And it just creates huge challenges for you on defense. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Introducing Royal Caribbean's newest ship, Icon of the Seas, the ultimate family vacation. The ultimate six slides, eight neighborhoods, zero compromise vacation. The ultimate never done that, can't wait to do it vacation. The ultimate chillin' by a different pool every day of the week vacation. This is the icon of vacations. Icon of the seas. Arriving in 2024. Book today. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry Bahamas. All right. Ken Sean Judkins. Uh, he is a true freshman, Tom. And... He's, he, I think he's the best freshman running back in the country, and then he's one of the best running backs regardless of classification in the country. How do you see it? I totally agree. Um, I will tell you wholeheartedly, we missed on him. Um, I was going back and going, you know, where were we on this guy? And I'm looking at uh, – and I'm looking at our write-ups, and I go, and I, and I see that he ran laser time 4.8 in the 40-yard dash in high school, which is, is not good, right? It's, a, it's, it's not where you want to be. And that being said, 
it was probably one of the reasons why we didn't have him ranked where we should have had him ranked. And then when I had Ole Miss versus Georgia Tech, and, and, and this was early in the season, and of course you've got, you know, you've got Zach Evans. Uh, they're just starting to figure out what they've got with, with, with Quinjon. And, and Lane Kiffin said, he goes, he reminds me so much of Josh Jacobs. Wow. He goes, he's not going to outrun everybody, all right? He's not going to be a guy that gets into foot races and just wins that that matchup. But what he is going to do is he's never going down upon first contact, and he's unbelievable inside the red area. If you notice him, they're always going to have him in the game when they're in the plus 20-yard line because he just pushes the pile. He breaks tackles. He, uh, You get inside the 10 with him, I mean, he's, he's an absolute difference maker. He really is. And so, I don't know, man. I've, I've come away incredibly impressed. It's also actually made me go back and kind of reevaluate long speed on running backs versus, you know, six to, to seven-yard bursts, ah, um, contact yeah. balance, all those sorts of things, because um, it, it, you may not have to be the fastest guy on the field. It Does it help? Absolutely. Is it, is it a completely critical component? Maybe it's not. Yeah, and one other, uh, Tom, you look at the film, um, he hits the hole. For a young guy, I see so many times, and I'm an amateur. I'm sitting there sipping on a blue moon, you know, and eating wings, and you guys are breaking all this stuff down. But I'm watching him, and I see other backs that may be just as talented with blue blood programs that it takes them a year and a half or so to understand where they're supposed to go. This guy understands the flow of the offensive. This has got to be coaching by Kiffin and his guys. Understands the flow. This guy hits the hole to be a true freshman that's what's remarkable to me. I don't know if it's so much coaching as it is natural instincts of things looking slow for him. Like what he sees in front of him happens slowly. So he sees the tiny crease. He sees the gap moving. So, for example, let's just say that we're going to run inside zone and our, our, our landmark, our target as the running back is to lead to the outside foot of the right guard if we're running zone you know to the right or we're going to run wide zone and we're going to be the outside foot of the offensive tackle like once you make that approach but then the ball snaps things change right the gaps move the thing it goes upfield it goes laterally and you've got to have a sense of of maintaining that you still have to hit your landmark even though things have moved and then the vision part of it comes into play. And I just think that's where he's good. He sees the moving parts happening in front of him. And if Zach Evans gets healthy in their bye week, you know. Oh, boy. You know, hello. Uh, now, does he, run on, does he run on clouds or what? He literally looks. He is so light on his feet. Yes. He, he literally looks like he's running on a cloud. Boy, that, that three-headed monster of yeah. Judkins, Evans, and Dart is is incredible. Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. He joins us on the Yingling Lager guest line. Um, Lou's Jimbo's in trouble. I mean, it's just time to... It, they're three and five. They're coming off four straight top tens, a couple of top five recruiting classes. Yeah. I, I understand that Wigman looked good, and I understand yeah, that I he has... Quarterback. Yeah, I, I do. They want to be good now, Tom. I mean, they of course, of they course. want to be in the mix and in the talk and hosting game day, and they want Tom Luganbill talking about them, and they want to have maybe one loss right now, and they're light years from that. Where is this going, Tom? 
Well, the question you have to now start asking yourself is, has Jimbo lost the favor of the team? Because these kids are not performing. They're, they're not uh, playing to the standard that their ability level should allow them to. Well, why is that? Are they, are they tuning out the coaches? Are they disinterested? Um, I, I, I don't know what the answer to that is. It's, it's mind-boggling. I, I, I've said all along to you, from the very beginning, this, going back to August when we first started talking, that if anybody thought that all of those kids in the 2022 class were just going to all of a sudden show up as 18-year-old kids and completely transform the roster, they were sorely mistaken. That's not how it works. That's why you've seen guys play, but you're not seeing, you know, 15 true freshmen dominate. They're, in fact, you're not even seeing 15 true freshmen in the two deep playing regularly. Right. Outside of, outside of Evan Stewart, who's their best offensive player right now, not, not having an I.S. Smith and maybe Devin A. Chain is, 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 is obviously in that conversation too. But what does that say about the players that were on the roster prior to this 2022 class? If Evan Stewart's your best offensive player, he's a true freshman. Wow. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. And see, LSU is able to do it with their two freshman offensive linemen because Jaden Daniels is is a QB Correct. that got up and running quicker than what A and M's going through between the whole Max Johnson, Haynes King, Wig, Wigman shuffle. Right, and he can run. So and he, he can, can run. The, he can yeah, run. He can yeah. the weaknesses. No doubt. Uh, just real quick, I know this is not the game of the week and we need to get to the two big ones along with the one here in state where I think Leach and the Mississippi State football staff have a lot of pressure on them to win the game this weekend because Auburn's so bad but you know Florida's average for Florida uh, I, I did think that pulling within 28-20 showed some you know resolve and all that stuff uh, yeah. uh, but they're traveling to A&M this weekend now I think 11 a.m. kick works for, for Florida Yeah, real quick 30 seconds you know who do you like Luke's Florida at A&M. Um, to be honest with you, I, I like Florida because I don't think Florida right now has some of the internal dynamics that I think are creating a lot of negativity 
that Texas A&M has. Now, are things going the way that Billy Napier wants them to go right now? No, but they, they've got a, 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 a long-term vision, I think a long-term plan that they're in the instant stages of implementing right now and kind of finding out who they are. They're capable because they have athletes. And I think that Texas A&M has so many distractions right now that I actually like Florida in this ballgame. Okay. Let's go to um, Tennessee at Georgia. Tennessee just wipes the floor with Kentucky. Georgia, as we just discussed, took care of Florida. Uh, Florida may have closed it, whatever, but Georgia just imposed. I didn't think Stetson Bennett looked good. I, I thought there were some errant throws. Um, they, they, they did the ground and pound when they wanted to. And boy, that's, that's something. It's almost like Ole Miss. I mean, Georgia can absolutely get after you. Stetson did not look that sharp to me. Tennessee at Georgia. You going Georgia or you going Tennessee? Oh, more. I think this is so, such a difficult game to project. So let, let, let's dial it back a little bit and, and, and acknowledge a couple of things about Tennessee. As good a football as they've played, Tomorrow is November 1st, and they've played two road games. Two. Wow. That's it. So I think that has to be taken into account. The environment's going to be different. It's going to be hostile, and you're playing against uh, an opponent that is superior to you talent-wise. I think the answer to the question you're asking is going to come down to whether or not Tennessee runs 80 to 90 plays. And the reason why I say that is that's their game, right? They want to snap the ball within 10 to 12 seconds. And if they get 80 to 90 plays, that means that the game is being dictated on their terms. They're in control. They're likely in the lead. There's nothing to slow them down. They're not having to make adjustments to account for the defense being on the field too often, meaning essentially everything's going right for them. But if they don't, if they're not into that 80, 90 play role what that tells me is they've had three and outs which they haven't been accustomed to and that georgia is playing keep away georgia's limiting the possession by going up and down the field taking time off the clock and basically having to defend tennessee's offense which the best way to do that is when it's on the sideline and and so i if i'm if i'm a viewer i'm watching this thing Pay close attention to the play count for Tennessee because I think that's going to play a big role. Okay, let's go Alabama at LSU. The line is twelve to thirteen points. I actually think I LSU can play and play with them all. I think they can do it all night. Um, mm-hmm. Do you think that LSU can play with Alabama all night long? Yes, but it's like I've always said, and we've talked about this so often. If you're not the better team, you need to play your best football, and you need Alabama to help you. And you know what Alabama's done this year? They've helped a lot of people. That's true. Because that is the sloppiest, most undisciplined, heavily penalized Alabama team we have seen under Nick Saban. So you go on the road to Baton Rouge, and you're going to be the better football team. You have better personnel. You have the better players. You have the better quarterback. You have the better running back. You have the better defensive end. The, the whole nine yards. But they can't go there and commit 18 penalties on the road like they did to Tennessee. So, to me, it's going to be about how clean is Alabama. If Alabama plays clean, Alabama wins the game. If Alabama does not play clean, this thing goes into the fourth quarter, I think LSU's got a great shot. But at the same time, which LSU team's going to show up, right? Right. Like, that's, they're a little bit of a Jekyll and Hyde team this year, which is fine. We've seen a lot of that. Louisville's the same way in the ACC. I can't figure them out. <laughs> um, 
I mean, it's, it's I can't one figure out a lot of these teams. I just I know it's one week they stink, and then the next week they're 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 beating people. It's just the weirdest thing. And <laughs> and by the way, not to get off on a tangent, how in the world? I don't know if you saw it. Do you know how almost physically impossible it is to turn the ball over eight times in one half? <laughs> like you have to. Like I almost feel like you have to walk over to the other sideline and hand them a football. <laughs> That's how hard that is to do, and that's what Wake Forest did. Unbelievable, oh, right? Hey, all right. If if you had to, uh, if if you could hire anybody you wanted, Tom Luganville, at Auburn, in a month. Mm-hmm. Realistically, I'm not talking about Sean Payton. Okay, but if you could hire anybody <laughs> you want, um, who would you hire? Um. Given the fit and the knowledge of the conference landscape and the university, I'd probably, even though I don't think it's going to happen, I would go after Hugh Freeze. I just think that that job is so difficult and has so many hands in the cookie jar that you have to bring somebody in that fully understands it, fully embraces it, and is, is willing to do it anyway. Because I think that's one of the challenges of, of hiring somebody there. They're getting to the point with how they conduct business that people don't want the job. It's kind of like Texas was. Do you remember when Texas hired Charlie Strong? Yeah. Charlie Strong was like the fifth guy on the list. Well, why is that? Because there's something wrong internally. And I think that that's the challenge for Auburn right now is, yes, you can make a lot of money. Yes, you can get rich. Um, can you win there? Absolutely, you can. But the problem at, at, at Auburn right now is they need a recruiter. Their talent has dropped off so significantly from what they were playing with just you know four, five, six years ago that they better get somebody in there that can recruit the SEC and, and the priority is recruiting, not coaching. Okay. Uh, if you had to bet 100 bucks, Coach Prime gets a job in a month or so, uh, is there something? That job or a job? Um. That that he is offered a job that he will take. Um, I would probably say that that that's likely to be something that could could occur. Yeah. Now, I think the one thing that we've got to acknowledge with 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 Dion is that he is at a program right now where he answers to nobody. Right. Like literally nobody. What's going to happen when he's in a a job with power brokers? and politics and bureaucracy and hands in the cookie jar and a huge microscope on the program. Nobody cares about Jackson State right now. That, that, you know what I'm saying? That, that's, that's different. It's a different landscape. Now, is he capable of handling it? Yes, I do think he is because I think he's savvy and he knows what would come with those things. But I don't think he would take a job where you don't have the resources to win. Like I don't, I don't think he's Georgia Tech. So no, far, no. Like I like don't take. That's not a good job to take right now. No, exactly. That's that's not a job that you take. So I think he's savvy enough and, and smart enough to realize that if I'm going to make this move, I've got to have the resources at my disposal to actually make it work. Okay. Uh, were you surprised? Speaking of college football playoff tomorrow night rankings. Um, surprised, surprised by what? Were you surprised Ohio State struggled on the road at Penn State? 
Um, no, I'm not. And I actually think it was good for them. Gotcha. Um, and the reason why, look at their schedule. Bo, I mean, they haven't played anybody. No. They boat raced everybody. They haven't been challenged. <laughs> they needed that to happen. And, and listen, Penn State is clearly a better team at home than they are on the road. Sure. But again, you talk about the environment, man. Those places matter because, yeah. again, it affects communication. It's loud, momentum swings. How does your team handle it? Especially if you've got some youngsters playing. They get caught up in all of that, and then they can't get out of a hole. Um, how they won that game to me was incredibly impressive. It needed to happen. I think it will press the, re- the reset button for them, get them ultra-focused because they know what's coming against Michigan. Because until they play Michigan, they still they got Northwestern this week. I mean, Northwestern might be one of the top five worst teams in college football this year. Uh, so they needed that challenge on the road. Okay, Mississippi State's a 12-point favorite over Auburn. What do you think about that? Um, I think that it will they'll win by more than that. Okay. To be honest with you. All right. Um, I just Auburn can't function at quarterback. No. And they can't. I mean, they just they they can't function, and I don't think they're 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 set up to play against an offense like Mississippi State. All right. Uh, unless 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 Auburn comes out in Alabama's uniforms. <laughs> uh, one more. We got one minute. Um, if you had to vote for the Heisman today, would you vote for Hendon Hooker? I would vote for Hendon Hooker, or here's my dark horse. I would vote for Drake May. Okay. You talked about him last week or the week? Nobody's paying attention. I'm just telling you, he is in a different category. He's a top five overall pick. Is Hendon Hooker a top five overall pick? Because I think he is, but you know more than me. I don't think he is, and I'll tell you why. I think that the offense that he plays in is going to get heavily scrutinized by NFL people because nobody that's come out of it has succeeded in the NFL. I think that's going to hurt him. Um, is he playing like one? So yeah. is this a what what a modified Baylor version of? I mean, how, how, tell me how you would describe it. Yeah, I mean that's 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 what it is. It's, it's Josh Heupel, Jeff Levy, Lane Kiffin, Kendall Bryles. Kind of the brainstorm of the Art Bryles stuff, um, a version of the air raid with a emphasis on running the football. Um, Lincoln Riley's doing the same stuff out at, at, at SC. Um, half field reads, uh, overly simplified, uh, and I think it's one of the greatest college offenses that we have ever seen, may ever see. Um, I just don't know if – I just think the NFL people will really have to do their homework because – um, it just it hasn't it hasn't transitioned to the next level. That's just the reality. I'm not knocking in an Hooker. Um, he could he he could be the outlier, but history has shown that's not the case. But all right, do you expect him to go in the first round? Probably, yeah. If he keeps if he keeps up this pace. All right, buddy. Have fun in L.A. Thanks, man. We'll do. Thanks, man. Tom Luganville, National College Football Analyst with ESPN. That interview was brought to you by Farm Bureau Insurance. Bundle your car and home and save with your local Farm Bureau Insurance agent. We're live in the Bank Plus studio at 915. We have the Mississippi High School Player of the Week. Friday Night Lights brought to you by Bank Plus. 915 today on the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Lane Train 8-1. Jimbo Fisher 3-5. and five. And we have two monster games this weekend. Tennessee at Georgia. 
and Alabama at LSU, but a must win in Starkville. Back in a second. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.